Hey y'all, welcome back to Why Wait Till Monday, the podcast that encourages women to start where they are with the tools they already have. I'm your host, Nicole Shabazz. We don't have a guest today, so it's just you and me. I was curious as to why we tend to say we'll wait until Monday or the beginning of the year or the month to start a new thing, whether it's to exercise, change our eating habits, start a new project, or whatever. So I researched waiting until Monday and learned that there's an actual name for this called the fresh start effect or fresh start mindset. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So today we're going to talk about this fascinating concept of the fresh start effect and how it relates to our health and wellness. So grab a pen and paper, sit back and let's get started. So before we explore the fresh start effect, let's take a moment to understand what it actually means. So the fresh start effect refers to the psychological phenomenon where we feel motivated to make positive changes during significant moments in our lives, such as the start of a new year, a birthday, or even the beginning of a new week. It's as if these markers in time give us a clean slate and a burst of energy to pursue something new. On one hand, the fresh start effect can be a powerful motivator for people to make positive changes in their lives. It gives people a sense of renewal, hope, an opportunity to start fresh and to do better than they have in the past. This can lead to increased motivation and a greater likelihood of success. But on the other hand, the fresh start effect can also be a double-edged sword. Someone may delay taking action towards their goals and wait for the next fresh start event to come around, which can lead to procrastination and missed opportunities for progress. Another example is people may put too much pressure on themselves to make big changes during the fresh start, which can lead to feelings of overwhelm or failure if they are unable to meet their own expectations. The takeaway that I want you all to receive from this explanation is the fresh start effect can be useful for motivating change. However, it's important to recognize that every day is an opportunity for a fresh start and waiting for a specific day or event to take action may not always be the most effective approach. So let's talk about strategies, strategies to break the fresh start effect and avoid delaying actions towards health and wellness. Here are five strategies that may um, be useful to you. The first strategy is focus on small achievable goals. Instead of waiting for a big fresh start, focus on setting small achievable goals that you can work towards every day. This will help you build momentum and create a sense of progress, which can keep you motivated and engaged. For example, if your goal is to stop eating meat, instead of quitting cold turkey you would um, probably perhaps do a meatless Monday instead of saying you know on Monday I'm not gonna eat meat no more and now it's um, difficult for you to do that so what you will want to do is have one day a week where you have no no meat and then um, as you begin to um, get better at not having meat on that one day then you can progress it to two days and so on and so forth Uh, number two embrace imperfection don't wait for the perfect time or a perfect situation 
to start taking action. Recognize that imperfection is a natural part of the process and that making mistakes is okay instead of waiting for everything to be just right. Take imperfect actions and adjust as you go. The third um, strategy is build a supportive community. Surround yourself with people who support your health and wellness goals and can help you stay accountable. This can include family that are also on the same track that you want to be on and friends um, or a support group. Uh, Why Wait Till Monday has a private Facebook group you can join to receive encouragement, recipes, and talk all things wellness. The fourth strategy is practice self-compassion. Be kind to yourself and avoid negative self-talk. Recognize that everyone experiences setbacks and struggles along the way and that it's okay to ask for help when you need it. And the fifth and final strategy is to focus on the process, not just the outcome. Instead of just focusing on the end result, try to enjoy the journey and celebrate the small victories along the way. This can keep you motivated and engaged and can make the process more enjoyable. Here are some sample exercises, mindful practices, health eating habits, and other self-care activities that you can start today. So simple exercises like walking or jogging, yoga or stretching, body weight exercises like lunges, squats, push-ups, sit-ups, things that requires no equipment, only your, your body. Um, swimming or cycling, dancing or aerobics, um, anything that, any type of movements that you enjoy to do um, are simple exercises that you can do right now. Mindfulness practices, meditation, deep breathing exercises, mindful eating, gratitude journaling. Um, meditation, it doesn't have to be five minutes to start off. You can start with 30 seconds. You can start with one minute. Um, you could do one minute um, intervals until you build yourself up to five minutes where you can quiet your mind and stay within yourself and, and focusing on your breathing and how you're breathing. Um, it doesn't have to be um, the first go, your first go round out, you're, you're meditating for five minutes or 10 minutes. You know, that takes practice like with everything else. Um, healthy eating habits, eating more fruits and vegetables, drinking more water, less sugary drinks, Reducing processed and fatty foods, eating more whole grains and lean proteins, and trying new healthy recipes. I'm going to stop right there because I can go on a whole tangent about nutrition and food. So I'm going to leave that right there for now. That This could be a whole separate episode in itself. Um, other self-care activities is getting enough sleep. Seven to eight hours a night is ideal. Um, taking a break and practicing relaxation techniques. Um, spending time in nature or doing outdoor activities, engaging in hobbies and activities that bring you joy and relaxation. So I want you guys to listen to this clip from episode 17 with my guest Alicia Ellison. In this episode, she talks about how without hesitation, she was given instructions by her provider to lose a few pounds and she went home that evening and began emptying out her refrigerator. 
Alicia's actions are a great example of starting where you are and not falling prey to the fresh start effect. You said that when you went to see um, Dr. Wessler, that when you went home, you sort of started right then and there. So what was it that you did on that um, right then and there when after you left that visit? So after I left the visit with him, I all the way home, I was contemplating, should I start on the following Monday or should I start today? And I knew that if I waited to start that following Monday, more than likely I wouldn't have started. So my constant decision when I got home was, okay, let me go over all this paperwork. Let me look in my refrigerator to see what I have that I need to trash and see what I had in my refrigerator that I can keep. And mind mm -hmm. you, I still had a husband and I had a daughter that did not need to lose weight. So I had to keep them in mind of, you know, how I was going to cook and what type of changes they was going to have to make, you know, make with me be, so that we all could be living healthy or I'm not cooking two and three meals for each individual. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I just pretty much just, I just got serious. I mean, I tried to lose weight or try to become healthy before. So at this point, I just, my mind was set up and I just followed the guy. When I say I was strict, it was, we could not consume more than 20 grams of carbs a day. Literally, I was strict for a total of six months. Mm -hmm. I followed his plan by the book, no cheating. No, nothing. I mean, I would say, I'll say the first two weeks was the hardest two weeks of my life. I know one mm -hmm. night I got so scared that I had to call my husband from work because that's what your body does. When your body withdraws from sugar, you have withdrawals. Just like if you, like you said, if you are, you know, withdrawing from some type of addiction, maybe not that severe, but you have the headaches. You feel like you are pretty much about to pass out, but it's just your body going through, you know, getting rid of those, that the sugar that you've been consuming all these many months or years for my for me mm -hmm. so I just I just I stay I stay committed that's the biggest thing you have to stay committed and going like I said going into it I never had a weight goal but I did set a goal my daughter was going to graduate in June of 2010 so my mm -hmm. commitment to myself was if you stay committed for the next six months, when Maisha graduate, you can have, you can pretty much eat anywhere you want to eat because you should be at least lost 20, 30 pounds. That's what I was thinking. So that mm -hmm. was the whole thing. So I just stay committed, eating literally not consuming more than 20 grams of carbs a day. So that's actually really, truly no sugars. All I ate was meats eggs, protein, and meat, pretty much. And then mm -hmm. if I wanted to have something sweet, my, my biggest thing was I would always use the like the Hawaiian punches or the crystal light sweet things in my mm -hmm. water. So that would take away my craving because to me, the grape made me feel like I was having some type of sugar. And I did become addicted to um, sugar-free gum, again, because I still needed something to make me feel like I was having some sweet. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a total of six months. And that was the trans, trans, um, transition into really seeing that, okay, I can do this.
Wow. Um, so you, you didn't wait until Monday. I love that part. I was like, okay, you started right then and there and you knew because those, those extra days would then uh, cause you to, when Monday comes, then think, uh, should you wait longer? Right. Yes. But you immediately just went home, went through the refrigerator, kept what needed throughout what didn't and just, you know, started and went full, um, full fledged ahead. And that's what you call commitment. As we wrap up this episode, I want to remind you that with every sunset, we have the opportunity to reset. Remember, it's never too late to begin your wellness journey. Thank you for tuning in to Why Wait Till Monday. If you haven't already done so, please feel free to join the private Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, type in Why Wait Till Monday, and um, you'll see the group there. Um, You'll have to request to join, and I'll accept you into the group. This episode is sponsored by Resilience 9 Wellness Group. If you are uncertain on where to begin in your health and wellness journey, Resilience 9 Wellness Group will work with you to develop a personalized wellness plan to get you started on the road to wellness and coach you towards health and optimism to heal from within. For more information, go to www.rnwellnessgroup.com. Thank you for your time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Why Wait Till Monday. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review and share with a friend. If you would like to send me a message, you can email whywaittillmonday at gmail.com. That's whywaittillmonday at gmail.com. The content you hear on Why Wait Till Monday is for informational purposes only and does not intend or implied to be a substitute for professional advice or consultation with the healthcare professional. Always seek guidance from your healthcare provider. I'll talk to you soon on the next episode. And in the meantime, start now. Don't wait until Monday. Bye now.